Let us, therefore, as lords of time, return to our eponymous hero, now en route to Jezreel. By the Lord's word, he has learned of Ahab's treachery, ill-gotten loot. He finds him in the vineyard lately torn from Naboth, where already vines are ripped from native soil and lie in stricken form ready to burn. With wrath, Elijah's gripped. His face like flint, he strides toward the king, whose bodyguard have feared what God might do to them or what a prophet's curse might bring, knowing what happened to the Baalite crew, reluctantly unsheathe their swords in show of force and form a dry-mouthed, trembling wall. This is a warfare that they do not know, against which weapons have no weight at all. Elijah stops and registers the dread the eyes of Ahab's bodyguard betray, while Ahab, lately into murder-led, guilt, rather, and embarrassment displays. So, you have found me, oh, my enemy, he says to the prophet, whose glaring eyes strike yet more fear into the soldiery. Elijah pauses, then slowly replies, I have found thee, because thou sold thyself to work evil in the sight of the Lord, murdered a man to serve your greed and wealth, taking his property as your reward. His life, his livelihood, his legacy, the work of generations in love sown, ripped from the earth to suit your luxury, and here you stand on soil you do not own. So said the Lord, because you have done so outside the city, Dogs, your blood shall lick, just as they licked the blood of Naboth. Know that this shall justly serve thy slanderous trick. By now, some soldiers' sword arms have grown slack. They're more uneasy than they are afraid. Their conscience, too, has come under attack, knowing the kind of man they're called to aid. Shuffling their feet, embarrassed, looking down, to either side the soldiers start to back until an angry voice shouts, Stand your ground! Then, striding forward, readies to attack, his sword tip pointing, but another guard steps in, and with his weapon, strikes aside the first. Enough, Beniah, says he who barred his way. This dispute's not ours to decide. Now stand two mighty men in fierce display, both with swords drawn and facing one another. How dare you, Eleazar, get in my way? Because, Benaiah, this prophet is our brother. What happened at Mount Carmel you well know. You want to call down fire on your head? This is no time for threats or military show. Better to have humility instead. You think in junior rank to order me? Benaiah says, you'll be sent down for this. The two men face off in hostility. Her combat pending that shall life dismiss, till Ahab intervenes at last. What is my kingdom coming to? Two of my best about to kill each other? What is this, that my own soldiers each other detest? How am I going to fight off other nations if you lot are at odds the ranks within? This land so often threatened with invasions, to overthrow ourselves and let them in? You can all sheathe your swords now. Let him go. Elijah said what he came here to say. 
and now that's off his chest, though he's my foe, he can continue on his merry way. With a dismissive gesture to highlight his patronising and high-handed tone, King Ahab walks, stiff-necked and uncontrite, toward the safety of his corrupt throne. But Ahab will not slip so easily from Naboth's vineyard, scene of crime his own. The gilded lord who gains so greedily must stand to hear and reap what he has sown. Not yet, Ahab. Elijah says, still near, I am not finished, there is more beside. I was rather afraid of that, oh dear. All right then, man of God, let's step aside. 